How's it, cockle? This is Kaleo, and welcome to our very special Mother's Day episode of Sunday Setup at Sunset, where we hope to get you and our mamas and our Lahui woke for the week. You know what, Lahui? I'm just gonna own this for a moment, okay? A lot of you know I don't have children of my own, that's not God's design, but it's all good because I've always loved all of my haumana as my own. I truly, truly do. Um, and so I'm just gonna like take this on and have a proud mama moment, if you will. You know, I've been blessed with so many keiki and the parents allowing me to be part of their children's lives, you know, all the way until they're grown grown and so um i just wanted to share that with you guys i've been in this education field for like about 16 years and that's a long time and it's um, a lot of helping families to mold these young minds and so um in with me today is my very first little person who was the first realization that uh, for myself that what I choose to present myself as definitely uh, impacts her vision of me and becoming an adult and all that good stuff so it made me very cautious and to be careful about what I'm picking to present myself as um, this little person I've seen compose her own music perform in front of huge adult crowds I've seen her model for big name companies, and then after that, she graduated and went to college. So, um, she's somebody super, super special to me, um, and I just want to share some of her monaco with you all today. So, joining us here today is Zoe. Hey, come on, my How's it? I'm so flattered. Oh my goodness, I have the biggest smile on my face right now. Yay. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much for doing this. Um, it's super special to me. It really is. You know, there's a lot I of. I think it's amazing. There's a lot thank of. Thank you for providing this for, you know, all of us. Awesome. Yeah. Um. So, do you want to share a little bit, like, where you went to high school and? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, hello. How's it? I'm Zoe. Um. I went to high school in Manoa um, at Punahou. I grew up on the North Shore though, so the commute was about an hour every day, and I would wake up and leave the house with my dad by 5 a.m., drive to school. <laughs> Super fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then deal with that commute in traffic on the way home. But because I got there so early, um, some of the hobbies that I picked up was to exercise every single morning. Um, I would go to the weight room and, you know, hop on a bike and just wake up or lift some weights Start if I day. felt yeah. so inspired. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was hard, but... It definitely showed me the grind that my yeah. parents were requiring of me and what they had to do to, you know, drive me to school every day and help me show up as my best self. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like it was probably the the fastest, like those years just flew by. Definitely. Crazy. Um, I think because I was so busy all the time. Yeah, definitely. It just just flew by and, you know, now I'm in college because of that. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you studying? I'm studying business management in San Francisco. So I go to the University of San Francisco. Um, I think that it's kind of the epicenter for, you know, startups and um, venture capitalists and just ideas. It's like a idea hub. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Nice. I'm so excited for you. Lahui, I just need to share this really quick. You know, it's super surreal for me. Like, it's crazy. I've, I've shared when um, my baby sister was growing up, I thought, oh, shucks, she's never going to get to experience like sitting with me and doing homework together because of our age gap. Well, I'm back in college and now she's in college. And so we get to experience doing college together. So it's really cool. So it's the same thing for <laughs> it's the same thing for Zoe. We will like social media rants about, oh my gosh, this class and like dragging, you know, it's so cool to be yeah. able to share those kinds of experiences. I really wanted to be able to sit with you because we're in this series right now about understanding health particularly during this quarantine time so when did you get home anyway this is kind of a crazy story um (laughs) so i actually had spring break right before everything kind of blew up that's right so i was in hawaii when people started to kind of raise awareness and like the numbers were rising and stuff kind of i was experiencing spring break and everyone was getting scared for lack of a better way to say this Mm-hmm. And I had already had a ticket to go back to the city because I had to work that weekend. And each day was like a little more uncertain mm-hmm. to where if I was actually going to go back to San Francisco or stay and have just kind of like an elongated spring break because schools hadn't closed down or went online yet. Mm-hmm. Schools didn't um, make the shift or my, my university hadn't make the, made the shift yet. And so the day before I flew back to the city, my university was like, hey, we're going online. Everyone needs to you know, get on board with this, what we're doing now. But I had already had a ticket and I had to go work because like all my stuff's there. You know, right, my right. life is now out there. I moved everything out there. My doctors were out there. And so I was set to go back. And as soon as I get back, the city issues the lockdown, lockdown yeah. and each day and I was go- I went right back to work so each day grew more eerie in the sense that people would come up to my coworkers and I and make jokes about it being oh my gosh this is my my last coffee because the world is ending or oh, <laughs> completely breaking down six feet away and thanking us for showing up to work like that was just really heavy yeah. um, and I didn't know what was going to happen or what steps were being taken um but everyone kind of went into a shock and the stores were getting raided and the city would look like a ghost town like i remember being alone out there and i stood in line for like five hours and not even by the time i reached the register i didn't even buy half of what i had intended to get um 
you know, everyone was in freakout mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, I flew back to San Francisco on the 12th of March, and the following Tuesday, which was the 17th, right. I came back to Hawaii. Um, it was all kind of a blur. I bet. But I've never seen the city so scared, and yeah. I also kind of what stepped me to come back right away was I actually got laid off oh like a couple days after I came back to work um which was really devastating it was really heavy um the next day I had to like go in like as soon as I got laid off I bought my ticket um but the following day I had to go in clear my locker sign the forms and pick up my last paycheck along with the paperwork to file for unemployment. Right. And then I booked the cheapest flight I have ever seen. <laughs> right. I came back home. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. I'm glad so that I've you came home though. For about fifty days, I think. Nice. Yeah. So okay, so prior to this you've never taken online classes. It's always been no in person. Yeah. Oh, so how's that going? <laughs> it's <laughs> um it's interesting because I've never taken a class online, but we did use online resources. Right. So right. I went to a really great high school. Um, I give it all the credit for me having the skills and tools to go to university and to, you know, put myself out there. Mm -hmm. Um, But they were trying to go paperless. And I think that this was a huge wave um, in the education system. And so we would start to turn in assignments online and get prompts online. Um, And it was the same when I went to college, but it wasn't, I wasn't learning the material online. So that's that's a huge difference. Yeah. 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 Would you okay? So your your personal preference um, now, kind of being in it for a little little bit, um, would you say that you would still choose to be in person versus online education? Yeah, um, had a lot of conversations about this with the, <laughs> my family. Um, I think that personally, I'm a very visual. Mm. hands-on learner Mm -hmm. and so being in a classroom and getting material put in front of me where I can you know practice the problem that's put on uh, up on the board and write it on the sheet physically and then turn to my classmate and say hey this is what I did what did you do like let's figure this out together that was very I that was that's how I learned um and so not having that anymore is really difficult. Um, I've I've spent a lot more time trying to teach myself. Um, oh boy! And I'm proud of myself yes. for trying to do that. Yes. But some days you just it, it can be really hard. Oh yeah, I believe that. So, um, yeah. you know, I kind of want to go into the effects of of quarantine and be able to to. Could, kind of do a comparison sort of thing um 
because I think it's so important to bring perspective to our listeners so that they can hear from somebody else's point of view.、Uh, even though, even though our younger generations, what do you consider? It doesn't matter. One of those. I'm pretty sure I'm Gen Z. Oh, yeah, Gen Z. Okay. Yeah. I think、um, a lot of our. Older generations believe that since these kids have grown up so immersed with technology, that online learning should be duck soup, should be so easy and such an easy adjustment. And so I wanted to bring perspective by talking to somebody who's at the college level and getting some un- deeper understanding that, you know, exactly what Zoe shared. She's having to teach herself, and not everybody has the same kind of learning styles. You know, for her, she's visual and she's hands on. So, having to switch and make the jump over, still within the same school year of navigating online and taking all, of, all these online courses, it's not easy. I'm sure there are other Side effects, so to speak, that you're experiencing. What day of quarantine are you in? So, I've been in quarantine for almost two months.、Um, I'm pretty sure it's like 51 or 52 days. Have you noticed an increase in screen time? Totally. My、um, Notification for screen time on my phone let me know the other day that I was up seven hours. Yikes. And it was a change of seven hours、That's... from last week. Like, even just from last week. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess, and that totally makes sense because as we move along, the more and more you're practicing social distancing and staying at home. The more you're wanting to stay connected with friends, or you're、yeah. just having to, and not even that, what would you say, Zoe, if you separated、um, your school stuff, screen time versus like social、um, and staying in contact with friends and family screen time, would you say that that still both has increased or one more than the other? I definitely think that、um, they have both increased.、Mm-hmm. I was fairly active、um, on my phone connecting like socially before.、Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually think that even though we already have applications in place and like social media platforms in place, it definitely has increased. Because now I'm, you know, going back in my text messages and reaching out to the people who have kind of been MIA with or like trying to interact with friends that I see, like, oh, like pictures of this, you know? Right. Letting people know, hey, it's Mother's Day. Yep. So, like, what are you doing? Like, texting people, you know? Yep, definitely. Yeah, so, um, could you give us, uh, A com- shout, out, shout out your best friends. <laughs> shout out your squad right now. But、um, could you give us a comparison of what it was like to have your close contact everyday 
social interactions versus having to now completely do that virtually because you've had to pretty much uproot your entire life that you've just established and come back so yeah it's actually been a lot more challenging um than i thought Mm. but with that comes growth right so i've been trying to stay positive about the shift um but it's so funny that you say shout out to my best friend because (laughs) i was just having a conversation with her the other day about um a conversation that we had previously had when we were both in the city Mm. um so i recently moved into an apartment um i lived alone Mm -hmm. and we were talking like how is it waking up every day and you know not saying hi to someone right away like your parents or your sibling or your roommate you know just waking up and then not having any social interaction until you leave the house is kind of a weird feeling but Mm -hmm. now you might not get social interaction at all you know like you wake up and your first social interaction or the first thing that you're saying to somebody might be over the phone way later in the day or like over the phone yeah like it's not an initial part of the routine anymore yeah that's so you know that's crucial i think especially in this young adult age group because this is where you're really thriving to be independent and figuring things out for yourself and trying to practice it so um it almost kind of makes you feel like you're going in reverse a little bit having totally oh my goodness yeah it kind of sucks (laughs) yeah exactly Um, i feel like i left my home and i was so inspired and so excited and i started growing so much you know not living at home anymore and being independent and trying to create and pave my own path um coming back is kind of like either putting it on pause or going in reverse or i i feel like i'm i'm right back in the place that i left and there's reasons that i left you know I'm sure, I mean, your parents are awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, so I'm sure they are just comforted that you're home and... and, Oh, they are so happy. Yeah, safe. And I'm sure your baby brother loves it. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Um, Speaking of which, so have you noticed anything for him? How this... Yeah. um, So when this first happened, he was like, oh, I'm sad. I can't see my friends at school mm-hmm. because he also commutes, you Far. know, across mm-hmm. the island right. um, every day for school. And so that commute was to his friend group. Like, his friend group is at his school, and coming back home was a time for homework. Mm. Um, it's kind of like you have two separate communities. Um, and so he misses his friends, but he games a lot and so this is something that's kind of a key difference between us where he already had established friendships online um with his friends but because he would come home and you know be away after school everyone would go on their games and interact then so he's comfortable with his online identity Mm -hmm. 
but not everyone plays games. Right. You know, not everyone has the desire or the resources or the the space in their house yeah. or a computer for that matter. Like not everyone or just the want, you know? Like yeah. I would rather be climbing a mountain eating weird fruit than <laughs> playing a game. <laughs> yep. But he would rather be playing his game. Um and so I think that he has adjusted a little faster because he already had a network. Those, right, right, those connections. Yeah. Yeah. But he definitely would much rather play the game than go online and network about homework. Oh. Uh, if you're not what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, games versus class right i don't know and and he's having to sit through live sessions with his teachers yeah um, um some of them are live and some of them are recorded i see definitely most of his are recorded oh wow yeah well, then it's, it's good interesting. and bad most of mine are live and right. then most of his are recorded right which is frustrating because i have a time zone different oh that's right (laughs) (laughs) that's right so like i'll have to wake up extra early to take this exam yeah super excited for that true (laughs) very true yeah i i think that's a concern too because if it's if if less of his sessions are are live then he's less motivated to actually be there and follow through if it's recorded It's kind of just floating up there to whenever he gets to yeah. it. Yeah. So my parents have really had to buckle down hold, on that like, schedule. Make sure he's on it. Yeah. Yeah. Shucks. I would love for you to share some advice to our Lahui, um, our our listenership of the eighteen to twenty eight year olds. I believe is increasing. Um, and so, what have you been doing to cope, um, staying healthy, that kind of stuff? Okay, so, two things. Coping, first and foremost, I need to give a huge shout out to my mom. She is always there to listen to me. Sometimes it gets lonely or I'm unmotivated and it's just really nice to have somebody that I can just talk to Um, and not only is she still working full time she's totally killing it and Mm -hmm. she still has the energy to listen so Mm -hmm. she really just shows me what a great work ethic looks like um, which totally helps me you know every day I want to be the best version of myself and so having that as an example or having that as support or walking out and seeing her grinding, like, doing work, that's important for me to see. Um, Aww, and the happy Mother's thing, Day, as Mom. Far as health, happy Mother's Day, Mom. It's so nice. Yeah, happy so, Mother's Day. <laughs> look, aren't you proud? I'm proud. So, you, so happy Mother's Day, H. You must be so proud. But <laughs> <laughs> we can do in quarantine on Mother's Day. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but... We'll, we'll figure out something fun. Yep. Um, so what but about... But as far as health-wise... Yeah, yeah. Like, how 
am I staying healthy? Well, I don't leave my house, period. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. that is first and foremost because I do know that a lot of people my age aren't being as strict about that as they should be, um, which can also make it really hard to see that. And you know, there's that FOMO, fear of missing out. Right. It is a real thing. Right. Um, But we're all supposed to be inside. Mm -hmm. Spread the love, not the germs, you know? You can do that from inside as well. But Mm -hmm. we do live on a beautiful island, so occasionally I will make the effort to, like, walk on the beach or go for a hike, but I make sure every single day I go outside for an extended period of time. Oh, nice. Yeah, even if it's just sitting in the sun and, like, listening to good music or in the shade and drawing or just sitting there and meditating, um, doing whatever you want to do, but being outside super important very healing for me and very grounding being a diabetic make any difference or put you at more risk yeah so being a type of diabetic i have an immune i'm immune my immune system is compromised and so this is one of the big reasons why i was going to fly back to san francisco in the first place after spring break um was because my doctors are out there now. Mm-hmm. I live a 10-minute walk away from an incredible wow. healthcare um, facility. Um, and, you know, my endocrinologist is out there. And so I moved, when I moved my life, like I moved my life. Mm-hmm. And so that was a big fear factor. Mm-hmm. But we kind of figured out that me being home is more important. Definitely. But I have to be extra careful. So just making sure that I have all of my medication mm-hmm. and making sure that I, I'm keeping on top of my health. So I have to do a bunch of calibrations all day and watching what I eat. And it's just been on, it's been very intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm okay. not, yeah, it, I'm not super... I can't say that I'm doing the best job right now, but I'm trying. (laughs) I'm like, what? Because you post like the best meals ever. (laughs) So You know, I love I love food, I love to cook. I'm I'm healthy for the most part, but you're your own worst enemy, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe that snack that I had today could have been a different snack or maybe it didn't need to happen at all or mm-hmm. maybe tomorrow I'll wake up and eat like eggs instead of I don't know I think I'm pretty good but yeah I could be better and we could all be better you know true true very true we um, are growing a garden right now though so like oh, that's really? cool <laughs> yes shout out to inspiration from you know yeah the positive side of quarantine. Everyone should start on your victory garden. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So what about college? How do you keep up with tasks and stay motivated? I have to remind myself constantly, um, I'm doing this because I have a goal. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what what is important? The end goal is important. And these are just steps 
that I have to take to reach my end goal. Um, motivation, it's a tricky one. Mm-hmm. And it's mainly mental. And so that can be a struggle to challenge your mental. Really, um, really stretch you. <laughs> yeah, it can really, even getting the words to describe it is challenging. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this because I have a goal. And yeah. that that still exists. Right, right. So I still have to do the, do the work for it. Right. It's the little yeah. task that lead up to the big victory. Exactly. Yeah. So do you and think... the semester's almost over. Yeah. So come on. You know, we can do this. Right. We're like <laughs> almost done. Um, a lot of Lahui members have been saying that they're seeing their students not be able to complete the work. However, from another perspective of being a student... Would you say that you've, since quarantine has begun, you've seen an increase in workload? Okay, so I love this question. (laughs) Um, This is like the battle of the teacher-student relationship. (laughs) Some teachers have been amazing and Mm -hmm. have had open communication with me this whole time. And for example, one class, I have to upload um, like videos. I'm, I'm taking a dance class, and so that's oh, super wow. interesting yeah. to do remotely. But I have to upload videos, and like I was just saying, like the motivation mm-hmm. has been a really huge mental thing to get over. And so I wasn't uploading videos of myself dancing because you know that's it. Just I just wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he reached out and said that he would extend the due date and I uploaded them all and that's cleared away mm-hmm. but a different professor like I wasn't able to bring my notes with me and my textbook from San Francisco because I was in evacuation mode and I had a right. couple hours to pack and I had to make sure I had my medicine and you know like a couple mm-hmm. pairs of underwear mm-hmm. <laughs> the right. necessities right, right. <laughs> and that particular teacher hasn't been accommodating at all when Mm. I've asked to you know have some extra resources for information or like a picture of the textbook that hasn't happened so I think more so as far as workload Mm -hmm. it's it's pretty constant but the emotional support from the teachers is not as I guess it's relative based on the teacher because you know that dance teacher was amazing but this Mm -hmm. other teacher seems insensitive to you know COVID-19 altogether right right and I think I think understanding um that a pandemic or quarantine I know a lot of people are like oh we've been through this before um we've experienced you know influenza before that kind of thing but for each individual they may have their own concerns that they are having to consider in their you know their daily routines may have completely changed because 
there's this new thing that they need to consider or um, their influences around them maybe uh, is striking more fear or more concern. And so I think from the educator perspective, we have to be a little bit more sensitive to our students and what we you know we don't know what's truly happening behind behind the camera on the other side for them Uh, school is is an environment created to learn you know and teach but the home again isn't necessarily that environment and so i i totally agree with you in the sense of like being a little more sensitive to everything that's going on I guess but especially the workload and the pressure that you're putting on students um, can get a little intense sometimes I'd say like my mom tells me (laughs) just try your best you know Mm -hmm. try every day to be a better version of yourself turn in your assignments keep the goal in mind and no matter the situation never let your emotions overpower your intelligence nice very nice what advice would you give to parents who have younger children i think that the parents to the parents you know being emotionally available um Mm. is really important you know treat yourself with as much love as you want for your children Mm -hmm. um I know that sometimes parents can be hypercritical, like, am I doing this right? Or Mm -hmm. should I say this? Or should I be more intense about turning things in? Should I lay off a little bit? Like, there's not a formula, you guys. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a parent. I don't love how I'm preaching because I feel like it's hard to put myself in my parents' shoes. Mm -hmm. But... You know, I'm extremely proud of them, and they have helped me shape myself as an individual. Mm-hmm. So treating yourself with as much love as you want for your children is, I think, the best thing that I can say. Yeah, it's definitely not a, an easy situation, and um, I applaud you for taking note, not only being self-aware for yourself, but also... Um, applying being able to step out of your own shoes and and uh stepping into what it might be like for a younger person what it might be like for parents um i applaud that because um not a lot of young people are stepping back and taking that consideration especially on on top of the fact that you are immunocompromised as well um so a lot of uh, things i see out there on social media is saying that it's the young people that are going out and partying and and going and celebrating spring break um and just being careless and they're the ones that's ruining it for everyone not all of them (laughs) not proud i'm not proud to be in that age group but (laughs) (laughs) but here you are no it's it's good it's 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 the reality uh, of things you know and and this is this is everyone's first experience of technology being so 
out there and easily accessible for everyone to see and learn from um, we definitely are learning and are going to be so much more prepared so i really appreciate yeah. you uh taking the time out to give our listeners more perspective and um being my first young person on here and <laughs> and um it just adds it adds value um to it for it to be such an important relationship um so i hope lahui i hope you guys get to you know get a little glimpse to this is she was my my little person guys she was <laughs> and now she's like a whole foot taller than me <laughs> like a big person now <laughs> yeah i have to look up at her now you know it's so Aww. awesome it's so oh awesome gosh. and to see her getting out there and doing these things it also uh feeds me because it's like okay um the time that you took out when they were little like her thing was always sharing stories with her so tons of hawaiian mythology stories and then it and then it was um dad's viking stories all those kinds of things it's it's a reflection in her now you know being able to speak so eloquently and um sharing her heart and really being grounded in in where she comes from and what she's about so i hope you guys get a little glimpse into that as well as are out there celebrating mother's day you know i hope you guys had a beautiful relaxing day and um just being able to be around family definitely mahalo nui zoe i appreciate you so much for doing this and so excited um to have you on and definitely we would love to have you back with more topics particularly you know what you're studying in school and that kind of stuff too <laughs> i love it i love that Awesome. I'm so flattered. You are also, ha- you have also helped shape who I am. So everything that you just said about me, give credit to yourself as well. Aww, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Lahui. Mahalo for tuning in. We appreciate your listenership. Please like and share, subscribe, and tune in next time. Until then, ahui ho.